When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app, Red Circle, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like and subscribe. Also, check us out on fivereasonsports.com. We're publishing this on Monday. Tonight, we're going to be at Tropical Distillers. You can find it at Alapata. We've got a lot of people who are planning on coming tonight, so make sure you check them out. They're in Alapata. We're having a watch party. It's a Tropical Distillers. We've done it there before. We're sponsored by our friends over at You Break Wheel Fix. You can find it at youbreakwheelfix.com, also by NBA Central. You'll see representatives from both there tonight, including our friend Mark from You Break Wheel Fix. So check us out, again, starting at 8 o'clock, but actually we're going to be there around 7, uh, somewhere in that range. We've got all kinds of drink specials going on there. There will be a food truck, big 100-foot a uh, hundred foot, hundred inch projection uh, television we're going to have outside in addition to what we're doing inside. So come drink to a game five victory or to the season, one or the other. Join us at Tropical Distillers tonight, again, sponsored by You Break, Wheel Fix. And now, today's episode. Down to this gang. Yikes. Yikes. Uh. Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Bucket said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop in one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. And actually, our guy Mercy, who did the theme song, is going to be there at Tropical Distillers tonight as well. All right, we did not expect to be doing this today. This is the floor plan. We've already put three episodes up since Game 4, so make sure you check those out. One with me, Alex and Brady one with me and Greg, and one with me and Sam Amick. But now we've got some news. Tyler Hero has been upgraded to questionable for tonight's game, and actually it appears that he's going to be active. Uh, Woj just reported he's going to be active. Of course, Woj said he'd be active for game two, but this is a little bit more official at this point because the Heat, who had him as out on their game notes yesterday, upgraded him this morning. A little bit of inside information, not that we have a whole bunch here, is that I was told uh, essentially that uh, he woke up this morning and – didn't feel any pain, um, which has been one of the issues here. There have been other issues involved with this. One of the things was more sort of, uh, and as we get to our floor plan, I got Alex Toledo here with me. Again, you can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick and at Five Reasons Sports. You can follow Alex at Tropical Blanket. One of the issues uh, was, you know, the uh, sort of the optics of it, right? Like, was he going to get blamed for ruining their rhythm? They don't have any rhythm right now. They're down 3-1. Uh, and the only thing that I'll caution as we get to the more of the specifics of what this will mean for tonight is that the Heat, have, the Heat have tried this kind of thing before. And again, this is a hand injury. It's not, you know, a lower body injury, which tends to be more trouble with a guy coming back. But, you know, they tried it with, in 2000, 2001 with Alonzo Mourning, had him ramp up at the end of the season. They got swept in the first round after he missed 69 games during the regular season. They lost to Charlotte in three. They tried it with Haslam uh, in the second round series against Boston in 2011 after he missed nearly the entire season. He missed the backboard in his first game. They shut him down for another week and a half. 
And then he came back and played really well against Chicago, but it took some time. Chris Bosh, nobody really remembers this, but when he was out after the Indiana series in 2012, they brought him back in the middle of the Boston series. He was more of a decoy than anything else. And Goran Dragic, uh, 2020, tried to push through in the bubble and had a really ineffective short stint. So I guess we go to this, Alex. We don't really know what to expect from Tyler, except we've gotten to see him shoot the ball. The Heat haven't hit that. What can reasonably be expected tonight after missing 57 days? I mean, it's it's so tough, right, because you go through all the examples of past Heat players that they've tried to bring back for big games and, you know, tough atmospheres to play in. Um it's tough. It's not I, – I don't think you can expect a lot. And I actually feel like a lot of Heat fans more or less have the right mentality with it. I think, you know, it's because we've gotten to this point where, you know, when the series was tied 1-1, everybody was like, no, you don't mess with it. Uh, you know, <laughs> we're, we're going to go with what God is here, right, that type of mentality. But once you go down 3-1 after losing another two straight – I mean, it's up to four now, but you lose right. both games in Miami in the finals – um, four straight at home, your backs are against the wall going into Denver, which you already got a game at after not having won there in six or seven years. Um, your backs are against the wall. This is the time where, you know, it's desperate times call for desperate measures. That's basically what this Tyler Hero situation is. The thing is, he was your third best player all year. We know what he's good at. We know what he can bring. You can't reasonably expect him to play at that level that he played at all year. But I think if he can give you something off the bench, it would actually be useful. You already know the 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 limits when it comes to Tyler Hero's defense, and you're playing other guys in the rotation right now who are not necessarily pluses on that end of the floor either. So I think there's kind of a way to cleanly have Tyler take another guy's minutes, or maybe you ta- he takes from um, two guys' minutes, and you know you're taking some from one, some from the other. However, they decide to handle it, he'll probably not get that many. You know, the 12 to 15 that we've been talking about seems about right. Could be less than that if it's go- if it's going bad, right? But we kind of saw this happen last year with him in Game 7 of the Conference Finals when they brought him back. He didn't look yeah. good, and then he just yeah. – I don't think they played him at all in the second half or something yeah. like that. And so I think that's why everybody's expectations are kind of in the right place this time. Um, but I really do think he can be he can be useful. Like there's times where – I mean, there's been plenty of times where they're dropping in this series. We know Tyler's a drop killer. But outside of that um, type of thinking, it, he is a guy who can create a bucket for himself, um, has a great two-man game with Bam. Can you harness some of that stuff off the bench and just give you a little something? Because every like anything he gives you at this point, especially you know, not to mention the fact that he he was their best shooter all season before everybody's percentages came back up during this playoff run. Tyler was their most consistent shooter, not just off the bounce, but kind of um, off the catch too. So if he can give you a mix of everything that he does, I think it would be really helpful for Jimmy and Bam, who have just have so much pressure with the way that the Nuggets have um, evolved defensively in this series, where they're just putting more pressure on Jimmy and Bam to kind of create their own shots. They're staying home on shooters a little bit more. I think Tyler would, would be a nice, a, a nice, I, I guess, release valve just to take some of that pressure off of Jimmy and Bam. I just I don't have high expectations for him. But I know what he can do. If he's feeling good, it's tough because it's the shooting hand. But if he's feeling good, you add the guy who was your best um, shooter all season and was a, a big-time scorer for you. Like, at this point, you got to try it out and see if, he, you know, maybe you can catch lightning in a bottle just like this, you know, an entire playoff run was. Yeah, I, well, again, first thing, you know, him being blamed for this is off the table now because, again, they had no rhythm. They're down 3-1, so 
So that part of it will be fine. I, I almost think this serves as much of a purpose as sort of a decoy situation as it does for him actually playing. Because you do give Denver one more thing to prepare for tonight, which, you know, you want to put their minds on something else. Denver doesn't really change what they do a whole bunch. But, again, the, the possibility of him playing, uh, you know, I guess it adds a little bit of a wrinkle here. I mean, as far as him playing, I, I'm actually not as – I mean, I've watched him shoot. Like, I, he looks okay when he shoots the ball. Like, I mean, you're talking about discomfort. I'm really more worried about him, you know, in getting cut, caught in pick and rolls defensively and all the rest of this stuff and being afraid of contact, which is would be understandable if that was the case. Um, you know, th- that that's really more the issue. But as you mentioned, you know, defensively, it's not like the minutes he'd be taking would be of world beaters defensively. So it's not as much that. It's just being concerned about the contact. I, I'll say this, and, and, you know, this is really the big question here. We just devoted an entire episode to are they going to change the starting lineup do anything along those lines. If Duncan Robinson starts, we know that Tyler Hero is going to play, right? Like, isn't isn't that an indicator? Because it would seem to me then that Duncan's going to get heavy minutes aligned with Bam, and then Tyler's going to take some of Duncan's minutes, and Struess becomes the odd man out. I mean, I also think you'll definitely see fewer Vincent Lowry together minutes tonight if Tyler plays. That's another option. But they essentially will have five guards available. I mean, this was the case a lot of the season. They had six with Oladipo, but they've got five. They've gotten into kind of a consistent rotation. But, again, if Duncan's starting, Tyler's playing. That's the way. I don't think it's going to be Duncan starting and he's bringing Max off the bench. I, I feel like if Max starts, Duncan gets the first reps, and then maybe Tyler gets a few of those minutes when it was going to be Vincent and Lowry together. Is that Does that seem reasonable? Okay, I'm sorry, I lost you there for a second. But yeah, it's interesting that um, that you think that Duncan starting is the indicator for Tyler playing. And I'm with it. I think Duncan starting would be a, a pretty nice changeup to get the Nuggets to react to something different. And we know what the Duncan-Bam two-man game can produce. And along similar lines, I would like to see Tyler play with Bam. But I, it's, it's interesting. I think you might be right there. I hadn't thought about it that way with like, um, who he starts, but it's funny because my expectations are still kind of he starts Struess, he sticks with his guy, and maybe it's just a shorter leash. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I I, I think he's going to try to play him, and I think it's going to be a smaller role. But that part kind of threw me off though because now I'm trying to think about how the rotations are going to work. I agree <laughs> that I think we probably don't see a lot of the Kyle and Gabe stuff together. That's why I kind of hinted at maybe he takes from more than one player's minutes because it's kind of just the way that they they've been handling the rotations lately um i don't know what the right answer is though because i know everybody wants to say just bench max right now because he's playing he hasn't shot well in this series outside of game two he's shot very poorly outside of game two just to be accurate about it um but it's so tough because he's been such a big part of these last two deep playoff runs and i i don't know that spo is just going to go from starting him for so long you know in a playoff run where nothing like nobody expected any of this maybe they did they, they will always say they're going for the championship all that they were in the conference finals last year all that but you know they got here with max as the starter mm-hmm. and they did it last year with him as the starter in the playoffs so i i it it feels a little bit like i don't think that spo is going to do that but i'm not sure like they're down 3-1 going into denver it now if there's any, if there's ever a time to m- mess with the rotation like that and just kind of throw everything off it's now so it, it's fun it's fun to think about because we did an episode about this yesterday 
Um, and and I kind of threw in Tyler as a factor here, and then just yeah. immediately threw out the chances. I'm like, I, I know it's not going to happen, but wouldn't it be fun if Tyler came back? And now here we are. I'm not sure how it's going to play out. Like, I, I, I want to see Duncan play more. I want to see Tyler play. But it, it doesn't sound Spo-like for him to yeah, just but he, he, Here's the thing, Alex. He's, Max is, and again, I'm, I'm a big Max supporter, and he's been huge in their runs. But, I mean, if you look at the conference finals last year and the finals this year, he's basically sunk them in four different games. Somebody posted the numbers on this, where he just shot so poorly that he shot them out of it. And, and I think the thing that may tip the balance here for Spo is honestly the thing that I respect Max the most for doing, which was that post-game presser that he had in the locker room where he looks like he's just beating himself up right now. And I, I you know, Spo re- reads guys like that, and I just wonder if if he just says, you know what, it's just we've got another option now. Duncan's played well in this series. We know Duncan pairs well with Bam. Let's go to that quicker, okay? And then, you know, maybe Max is available if you need him at some point later on, you know, off the bench or something like that. But I, that kind of tipped the scales for me a little bit. And, again, I respect Max for doing it. When you see a guy in his head to the degree that Max was in that post-game presser, and he's got to go into Denver and, and try to make sure. I know he did it in game two. He made the first four, then he made, missed a bunch after that. But he did he made, he made four early. Uh, I feel like that may tip the scales for Spo. All right, we'll get into one more thing because I, I, there is a little bit more history here beyond them bringing back star players. It's also the Spolstra Hail Marys, which I, I feel like uh, we should go over again because – I hate to say it, most of those have not worked either. Um, I do want to mention another sponsor, though. Prize Picks, use the code 5, F-I-V-E, get that initial deposit matched up for $100. Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick for 5 on the floor on the 5 Reasons Sports Network. As you know, we heard from Pat Riley recently. Everybody has an opinion on trades, free agency, who they should keep, who they should give up, who they should get. Well, whatever it is that Riley and the Heat do, You don't want them giving up too much and getting too little, right? Well, the same is true of shaving products. And that's why I use Harry's shaving products. I love the way it handles. I love the way it looks. And I love the quality of the shave. I have a little bit of trouble growing out a good beard. So better to just shave it off and make sure that it looks somewhat professional. These are German-engineered blades made in their own factory. So they stay sharp longer. means you can use them longer and also they've got customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as two bucks half of what you pay for other big brands also i would recommend the shaving lotion as well and the body wash so check it out you can go to harrys.com backslash five that's harrys.com backslash five you'll get a 13 dollar trial set for just three bucks again don't pay too much and get too little. Same is true of shaving as NBA transactions. Harrys.com backslash five for your $3 trial set. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's 
first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Here's the thing about it. We really want you to subscribe today because I put up a contest at one o'clock. It's now after three o'clock. Nobody's gotten the right answer yet, okay? And all it was, and you can go on to, Alex, don't answer. You can go on to Twitter. I have, the tweet is still pinned to Five Reasons Sports. It'd probably be pinned all day because I don't think anybody's getting this question for a while. We're giving away $100 in prize picks promo funds, free. That's in addition to doubling your initial deposit if you use the code five, but you have to be subscribed with the code five. Here's the question, if this gives you a head start, because trust me, by the time I check Twitter again, nobody's still going to have it. There have been, since 2015, there have been five series, not just finals, but five series where team down 3-1 has come back and won. There are actually, I thought it was six, there are actually seven players, seven players in this particular series who have been part of a 3-1 comeback either on the winning or losing side. You just need to name them on our Twitter feed. And if you're the first to do so and you're subscribed to this Code 5, you're going to get an additional $100 in prize picks promo funds. So subscribe right now, prize picks, get your initial deposit match, get the answer. You'll find it. You do enough digging on the internet, you figure it out. You'll figure there's one guy that nobody's getting, okay, because he doesn't play for Denver. But go check it out. And I'm giving you enough hints here, and that's about it. All right, use the Code 5, F-I-V-E. Alex, you still don't have it, I know. But there's there's one guy that's throwing every, two, actually, on Denver, but there's one in particular that's throwing everybody off. All right, let me go through this, though. Eric Spolch has tried the finals Hail Marys before, okay? I can think of only one time where it's worked, all right? The one time it worked was 2013. He put Mike Miller in the starting lineup. I don't know if it was game four, game three. I remember us being in San Antonio, so actually uh, it must have been game three or four. It was in the middle games where he put Miller in, and I remember Brian Windhorst broke it early in the day, and I heard the same thing, and a couple others heard the same thing, and the Heat denied it all day long, and that was the case. It ended up being Mike Miller starting, and it worked. Okay, They, they put him in the starting lineup. He had been in mothballs all the rest of this. But the others... 2011, um, he started Mario Chalmers finally in the last game against Dallas after starting Bimby the whole series. Chalmers delivered, but he still ended up using a Hail Mary of Eddie House for almost the entire second half of that game. Eddie hadn't hardly played the whole, the whole playoffs. They didn't win the game. 2014, your favorite, Michael Beasley, for some reason, played a ton of minutes in San Antonio in game five. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, that so goes without saying about. it did not work. That would be like playing Yurkovic tonight. Okay, by the way, some people are calling for it. Um, so some of these finals Hail Marys. And 2020, he really didn't have a lot of options, honestly, because Bam was Just hurt. injured and he, Goron and Bam when they came he, back? Yeah, I mean, he tried them when they came back, but they're also, I seem to remember Kendrick Nunn getting some minutes in that finals, whereas he hadn't previously in the rest of the playoffs. Most of the time, when you're throwing a Hail Mary, the odds are about the same as the Dolphins completing a Hail Mary. So I, I just, it feels somewhat desperate to me, Alex, but understandable. You have a guy who was, like you said, your third best player of the whole year. It's not Michael Beasley. It's not Eddie House. It's not even, dare we say, you know, Rio, okay? Um, so I, I get it, but I just, and this is why I'm cautioning Heat fans. This thing usually does, if, if you're playing against a better team, they're the better team during the series for a reason. And so I, I don't, like I said, I don't have high expectations for it tonight. Yeah, I think it's fair. And I, and I think, you know, you going through the history there, it's 
extremely relevant because that's kind of the stuff I was thinking about. Like this situation is a blend of both, right? With mm-hmm. star players coming back and these Hail Mary moves with, you know, maybe just other rotation players that haven't gotten a run, things like that. It feels like a blend of it. And that's why I, I don't, I'm maybe not as down on it as others are just because I, I do think what he provides is it's going to give them, it's going to give the the Nuggets a different layer to think about. I think because he was their best shooter, like you can't leave him open out there. I mean, you know, maybe if you're the Nuggets, you're like, go ahead, test that hand. I want to see if you can actually still shoot before, you know, mm-hmm. I, I I give you the warranted defensive attention. Um, I don't know how it's going to play out, but I do think there's some upside here. It's kind of a fun layer just – you know, for us in a series where we've kind of seen almost everything play out already and everybody is kind of acknowledging that the Nuggets have been the better team. It, it Throwing this wrench uh, is fun to think about, to see how it's going to play out. I'm excited to watch, but yeah, my expectations are not very high either. It's just how much can he give you and how much can you actually play him, right? Because it's like, if he starts out good, does that mean you're going to play him more? And then what if you're just like pushing it a little bit too far? I'm not sure what the right way to handle this is because you know that he was your third best player and had so many uh touches and usage throughout this season and others and you know now he's just kind of probably going to end up getting relegated back to the six-man role which he of course he won the award for last year so that's where i'm like yeah i I don't mind seeing tyler go back to being a six-man where he just thrived for an entire year and just do it for um, a shortened role not too much pressure on him and if it works, it's going to look awesome because right. like, that guy can give you buckets and that guy can shoot the hell out of the ball. And, you know, for for as much as I talk about the defense being a problem because they don't have answers for how to, how to really stop the Nuggets and all their counters, the offense has just not been there. I mean, to, to the level that you need it, right? The Nuggets have completely outclassed you offensively in just about every game. And even in the game two heat win where the heat scored 17 threes, Sorry, keep going, keep going, keep going. Okay. Anyways, um uh in that game where the Heat hit 17 threes to get a, their only win in this finals, the Nuggets also had a really good offensive rating. So, you know, getting another guy who can help you keep pace with kind of this unstoppable offensive force, like there's some upside there, man. I'm just excited. All right. Well, I think we lost Alex there. He's frozen in time there. Uh, but we, we, we were happy to get you. There you Now you're back. Uh, happy to get this bonus episode to you. We will see how it transpires tonight at Tropical Distillers. Uh, again, I'm going to post it again on the Five Reasons Twitter feed, uh, how to get there, all that kind of stuff. We should be out there starting uh, between 7 and 8 o'clock. Uh, we got some pre, pre-game drink specials. There's also an all-you-can-drink special. Depends how wild you guys want to get. So we'll see how that goes. Tyler Hero, we're expecting him to be active tonight based on everything that's going. And I will say, I did not anticipate this. I don't think this is the way that he wanted this to go. You know, again, down 3-1, I get it. The optics are better. But rolling him out here in, in, you know, after 57 days in high altitude, (laughs) in a pressure situation. In Denver, it's crazy, In Denver, I I just, you know, look, like I said, they got nothing to lose at this point, really, uh, and I don't think Tyler does either. And and whatever happens with Tyler tonight, I just hope people are kind about it. Because I, I, for those who have not been a high-level athlete, and I certainly am among those who have not been a high-level athlete, I cannot imagine anything more difficult than what Tyler Hero is being thrown into tonight. 
So, I mean, if he gives you three buckets tonight and doesn't get killed on defense, that's that's a lot. I don't think he'll be the sixth man, though. I think he'll be off the bench, but more of sort of a ninth or tenth man role. We never know, though. You know, I said this on Twitter. Eric Spolstra said he wasn't going to play Kyle Lowry a lot when he came back after, you know, a couple months off and played him 36 minutes. So, it's the NBA Finals. Who knows? Um, I think in some cases, Tyler and, and Eric are going to have to be kept from themselves tonight. Thanks to you, Break Wheel Fix. Thanks to Prize Fix. Get on there. Remember, seven players in this series have been part of a 3-1 comeback on the winning or losing end. You can win $100 in promo funds. Have a good day, everybody. See you tonight. Don't let them get one. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.